0: what do you think? There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and said, son, go and work today in the vineyard. I will not, he answered. But later he changed his mind and went. Then the father went to the other son and said the same thing. He answered, I will, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did what his father wanted? The first, they answered. All right, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, everybody out there in the Legion of Michael audience, thank you very much for being here today. Thank you to all of you who have shared this, have given it a review and have shared it with other people so that others can come to know the word and uh, welcome, welcome one and all. And if I have not mentioned it yet, and I haven't, but you guys can go to legionofmichael.com And the hyperlink is in the show notes, which makes it super easy for you. And if you do that, you can enroll right now, this second, as I'm speaking these words in the Legion of Michael distance learning program, Legion of Michael church security program, defending the faithful. There's also a book called Legion of Michael. And it is available on Amazon and so on and so forth. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you really don't have any excuse. So go to legionofmichael.com and sign up right there. All right. And uh, if you'd like to um, either monetarily uh, or emotionally or, <laughs> or psychologically uh, support the show, uh, you can do that. If you feel that you've received value from today's show, there's a link in the show notes that you can use to do that. All right, you guys probably heard uh, the parable of the two sons. I'm sure that you have. Well, if, if you're a Christian, I would imagine that you've heard many of the parables. That's how Christ taught his followers. He taught them with stories, with parables. Rather than just say, do this, what he would do is he would tell them a story, and then they would have to figure it out. They would have to figure out the meaning on their own, because God knows that which we discover well, ourselves, or that the Holy Spirit shows us to, sticks with us. What do you think? Now, this is the, the setup for this. Let's go to the setup. This is from Matthew uh, chapter 21. And so this is, uh, this is right before the crucifixion. This is after uh, Palm Sunday when Christ has made his triumphant entry into Jerusalem. And Jesus entered the temple courts, and while he was teaching, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him. By what authority are you doing these things? They asked, and who gave you this authority? Jesus replied, I will also ask you one question. If you answer me, I will tell you by what authority I am doing these things. John's baptism, where did it come from? Was it from heaven or of human origin?" They discussed it amongst themselves and said, If we say from heaven, he will ask, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the people, for they all hold that John was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We don't know. Then he said, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. And then he turned to them and he offered them a question. He taught them a parable. He said, What do you think? There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard. I will not, he answered. But later he changed his mind, and he went. Then the father went to the other son and said the same thing. He answered, I will, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did what his father wanted? The first they answered. Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering the kingdom of heaven ahead of you. For John came to you to show you the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes did, and even after you saw this, you did not repent and believe him. So this is obviously all about repentance or unrepentance. Now, we could ask ourselves, we we know what Christ was talking about specifically. I mean, we reread this. He's, he was talking about them. He was talking about the leaders, the Jewish elders, and the chief priests, the people who were supposed to be the most repentant. But as we know, based on history and based on the Word of God, they were not. They were unrepentant. You see, Christ was trying to teach them. He was trying to give them the clue. Hey, buddies, judgment is coming. There will be people who repent and then there will be the unrepentant. Now let's consider what the the two sons, the two sons, son, number one, he says, son, go to the vineyard and work today. And he's like, no, I don't want to. I've got other stuff to do today. I'm busy. Maybe another day, maybe some other time. I know I'm ad-libbing here, but, and he's like, oh, so his father was disappointed. He's like, I asked him to do one thing and he can't do that. But the son had a change of heart. He repented and he went to the vineyard and he worked. Then the father went to the other son and said the same thing. And what did he say? Sure thing. No problem. I'll get it done. I will, sir. But he didn't go. Now, obviously, which of the two did what his father wanted? They said, well, the first one. The first one who initially said, no, too busy, can't do it, got a lot of stuff on my mind, a lot of things on my plate today, uh, catch me another time. But he had a change of heart, and in his heart he knew. Now, but what about the second guy? What about the second son who said, sure, yes, I will? But then he didn't. What about that guy? You see, that guy was the one... Who was the used car salesman? That guy was the one who was the people pleaser. That guy was the one who was the yes man. He really had no intention of going, but he said yes. He said what he thought his father in this story wanted to hear. It's like, well, I'll say what my what he wants to hear. I'll say, sure, yeah, no problem. I'll, I'll get right on that. And then the day came and went, and he didn't go. Is this just? A family thing? Is this parable? Does it apply just to the family? Does it apply to a father and his sons? Does it reply to unrepentant and repentant children of God? So you could probably say, yeah, it sure does. And does it or does it apply to all aspects of your life and your interaction with others? You see, there's there's so much more. Than, than meets the eye in, so, in the parables. If we look at the parables of Christ, if we look at what he taught us, think about it. How many people in your life do you know that are yes men? How many times has someone said to you, "If you said, hey, we need to get this done. He's like, you're, and he's, he or she, that person said, sure thing, no problem. He said, all right. Then you come back a day later, it's not taken care of. But they said, sure thing, no problem. I'll get that done. Yep. nope, don't worry about it. No sweat, man. Roger that. Then you come back and it's not done. So how does it make you feel? It makes you feel like, well, that person's not very reliable. That person's not a reliable person. I know what they said, but actions speak louder than words. You probably are, you all also know those who are a bit stubborn a little bit stubborn a little bit uh you know uh obstinate shall we say and you come to them and you're like hey this is what we should do and they're like, eh, i don't think so or uh i don't know if i want to do that or maybe i'm really busy or no that's just a dumb idea or what have you save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app But then later on, a day later, a week later, whatever, you come to find out that they, they did exactly what you wanted them to do. They accomplished the task. They did it. Why? Now, we'd all love to have a person who said, yes, I will, then got right up and went and did it. That's the, that's the perfect solution, right? The perfect solution is the person who says, Roger, that gets up, gets the job done. But if you had to choose and see, this is the, the, what we get from the parable here. If you had to choose between the two, would you rather have the person that says what they think you want to hear or would you rather have the person who doesn't say what they think you want to hear? That's not their first concern. Figuring out what you want to hear is not their first concern at all. But their concern is actually doing what needs to be done which of those would you rather have in your life? Which of those would you rather be? And you say, well, you know, I, I shouldn't be either, Paul. I should be the guy who says, yes, I will go. Then I get up and I go. Yes, you should. And that is what we should all strive for. But ladies and gentlemen, when our are dealing with others, not just our God, but when we're dealing with other men, if you become son number two, if you become the I will, sir, guy, the sure, sure, no problem, I'll get that done, don't even hesitate, just, yep, I'll do it, then you don't do it, that happens once, and they're like, well, it happened once, and, you know, things happen, but behaviors become habits, if you are that guy, if you are that person, if you could be a woman, uh, if you are that person who automatically says, sure, yeah, no problem, I'll get it done, yeah, that's great. Cool. Then you, and in your mind, you're like, well, I said I would. And if I have time, I will. Uh, but if I don't have time, then well, I'll just, I'll just come up with some excuse. They, if they call me on it, I'll make up an excuse. That becomes a habit. If you do it enough times, it becomes a habit. If you become the person who says, sure, if you become the yes, man, if you become son number two, you tell people, you're going to do something, but then you don't do it. What happens? Well, what happens is people come to not no longer rely on you. They look at you as the person who will say whatever it is that they, you think you want to hear. You are that person like, well, what does this person want to hear? I'll say that. That'll make them happy. But does that really make them happy? You say, well, initially it does, you know, in the short term, they said, you know, they asked me something and I told them what they wanted to hear, and now they're happy and they move on with their lives. Yeah, but what's going to happen when they find out that you didn't really mean it? That you're son number two, that you're just saying things, not doing things. Well, eventually you're going to get the rep. You're going to get the rep as the person who cannot be relied upon. Do you want that rep? Is that what you want for yourself? We're like, whoa, no, I don't want that. Well, Then before you just say yes, it's better off for you to dig your heels in and say, no, I don't think that's a good idea. I'm not going to do that, and then to figure it out later than to say, sure, that's a fantastic idea, and then never follow through. Which son are you? We can learn a lot from the parable of the two sons. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for being here. For the Legion of Michael. I appreciate every one of you out in the audience and appreciate the fact that you share these each week, that you share them with your family and your friends, your coworkers, your, your, the members of your Legion of Michael security team. All right. I want you guys to pray with me. If you will, if you're driving the car, if you're on the treadmill, keep your eyes open, but listen to the words, Lord, I come before you seeking the strength and skill to overcome my enemies. Grant me, I pray, the wisdom to recognize evil, the courage to confront it, and the strength to destroy it. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen.